Welcome to Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Friday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, PS2, and PS3. And now, here are your hosts, Yakamoto Joe and The Marksman. Hello, and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It is Thursday. February 1st, 2007, show number 18. I am the Marksman. And I am Yakamoto Joe. And we are here to discuss gaming goodness in all of its glory, the news for the day, as well as uh, we've, I've got a review later today uh, in the show for WarioWare Smooth Moves for the Wii. And Joe, did you get a chance to play anything between yesterday's show and today's show? Um, I picked up uh, Battle Stations Midway for Xbox 360, and I've actually gotten a chance to put maybe about a half an hour hour into it so far. And uh, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. It's it's an interesting take on uh, the overtired and overpopulated World War II genre of video games. Um, now, uh, instead of Instead of reliving the same battles over and over and over again, now you can relive all the same battles from World War II over and over again, but now you can go um, and you can either be in the air or on on a boat or underwater in a submarine. And uh, so far it's pretty cool. I, I'm, I, I'm just learning how to use all the controls and, and stuff like that, but it's pretty groovy. Well, I'm not going to do a full review on it, but I did go back uh, and play more of the same game I uh, was talking about yesterday. Watch my PS3 sit in the box. Oh yeah, how's how's that how's that coming along? Yeah, you know, uh, playing it through for the second uh, day in a row, I really do believe there is no replay value on it. I, I'm going to have to give the game a zero out of ten. It's, it's really that bad. So, hopefully, that'll be fixed by tomorrow at some point. Or hope they put out a sequel or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, our topic for today is a, a... I think the responses are going to be very wide, wide and varied, and I think it's going to be a lot like today's show. Is the Japanese gaming market important anymore? Joe, I'll let you field first. Uh, I would have to... Oh, man. I, I would have to say no. My in in my heart of hearts, uh, no. The Japanese gaming market is not as important as it used to be. Um, if we're talking about handheld games, most definitely, without a doubt, hands down, yes, the Japanese market is 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 uh, paramount. Um, however, the Japanese are not playing console games right now. They are only playing handheld stuff. I mean, when an Xbox 360 game breaks into the top ten. You know something's wrong with the console market in Japan, so I would have to say no. The, the the Japanese gaming market isn't as important as it used to be anymore. It's not as influential as as it once was back in the uh, back in the Super NES heyday of uh, the the 80s and the 90s. I completely and 100% no. In fact, to use Konami's version, I 1,000% disagree. <laughs> Okay. See, that's well, called what's... that's called continuity because you know. <laughs> from if you show. watch the other shows, yeah, you would if, know. That's right. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I I disagree a thousand percent, and here's why. Um, 
you're you're talking about the birthplace of the console and we're talking about does it, it does it make a difference anymore the answer is still yes for that reason people are not playing console games because the market isn't geared towards the console games that they want to play yet i see once we see um you know a couple big name once we see white knight appear I think you're going to start seeing PS3s fly off the shelves. It's a Japanese RPG from a Japanese developer, and not to mention it looks hella sweet. And we're talking about 18 million people crammed into small amounts of, uh, of land space, but what's important is the penetration that the companies get in that 18 million number. They have a higher rate of sales than any other country in the world. And yes, it's slow right now, but I, I contend that that's because there's no quality software to speak of that's out there. Uh, the stuff that is out there is being snatched up. So I, I think that, I believe that it really is important because if we look at the gaming trends here in North America, and we we are not the trendsetters. The Japanese market is, and we slowly adopt that. I mean, if you if you take a look at the Bamani series of games, uh, we're talking about Beat Mania, uh, Dance Dance Revolution, all that type of stuff. That started what almost close to seven years ago over there, and it's hitting the height of its popularity here in the United States now. So I I, I would I would beg to differ that it it actually is the Japanese market that sets the trend for the United States, which then kind of sets the trend for the rest of the world. And I believe that their, their market is extremely important. Because if it's a hit in Japan, you know it's going to be a hit here and everywhere else. Uh, but, I, so, so, what, so what does it mean then that, you know, 18 million people in Japan are all playing uh, DSs right now? I mean, does that mean that we are, are doomed our, our consoles are doomed to gather dust and every you know we're gonna we're gonna see a hundred different iterations of cooking mama or um, well yes you will see a hundred iterations of cooking mama regardless. God I hope so because that's such a great game I, 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 I heart that game so much but see that's but. that's exactly what I'm talking about I, I I don't think I think as far as the consoles are concerned we're in a transitional period. I mean, look at the Wii. The Wii has been selling really well because it was new and there's a couple of good games out for it. The PS3, Resistance is still at the top of the charts and MotorStorm has done pretty well since it's you know, it's been released over there. But those are really the only two titles for the console that Japanese gamers would be interested in at all. You know, and for the Xbox 360, you've got Blue Dragon, which has definitely helped sales, and you've got uh, Gears of War, but at the same time, that's really it. So there's nothing, there's not a, a full library to draw gamers into the console market yet. So I think that since we've just seen the release of all of these products, I think it's going to take time to lure people away from their instant gratification DS fixes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You disagree? Uh, I, I, think I, I, I think I still do. I mean, I, I think a lot of... <sighs> I I don't I mean I get what you're saying as far as like the Bamani stuff and and things like that. You're you're absolutely right on that. I mean, those things were popular in Japan uh years ago and only now are they finally starting to catch on. Final Fantasy was a, a similar 
uh, thing to a certain extent, where it took years for it to finally catch on, and then when Final Fantasy VII happened, nobody cared. As long as it said Final Fantasy on it, it was gold, you know, here in the U.S. And I, I agree with that to a certain extent, but... I just, as far as the games coming out of Japan in the last few, in in the last few years, it just it makes me think that you know the well the well has gone dry and just people it almost seems that they're not interested anymore. You know. No, I I I I totally don't get that vibe from the Japanese market. I just think that they're the best way that I could describe it is depressed. They're depressed because there's no good games, and so they turn to their handhelds, which are awesome and come in 50,000 different colors, and, oh, your DS is pink? Oh, well, mine is white and pearl, and let's play Mario, and, ah, Totomoi desu. <laughs> Ohio kinky daywash. <laughs> <laughs> I, eh, I I don't know. I My 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 opinion of, of the Japan... Uh, the Japanese market is has kind of gone downhill. I mean, I haven't seen anything come out of Japan recently that I, I I can even get halfway excited about. Everything that's come out of Japan that's supposed to be huge is is let down on some on some point or another. I mean, it's not as good as it could have been or should have been, and it just seems like I said, it seems like as far as the Japanese gamer is concerned, they they're they're bored. You know, it's like uh, here's a here's another you know wacky game on the DS, super fun time, happy, happy, lucky, joy. And I, I don't know, it just it just seems like the, the... To me, it seems like the well has gone dry over there. Well, obviously, Joe and I disagree, but what do you think? Log on to our forums, and under the show notes, we'll have a uh, poll up. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. That'll take us to our first break, and when we come back, the news. Who says what's news, anyway? <laughs> It's Poor Mojo's News Show, presenting a daily roundup of things that seemed important. The News Show is the radio version of Poor Mojo's Newswire, the blog where we track down the stories that move us to laugh, cringe, scream, or moan. Monday through Friday, spend ten minutes or so with us as we cover politics, online gaming, comic books, movies, environmental news, the grotesque. Find us online, P-O-O-R-M-O-J-O dot O-R-G. It's Poor Mojo's News Show. First, there is Firefly. Where the hell is my spaceship? Shoot the man, not the horse. On a year now, I ain't had nothing to fix my nethers. We're on bottom. Big damn heroes, man. That sounds like no, science fiction. No, that's just... Thinking the signal. I'm Wes. It's not and just I'm because humanity is a thing. And we have another interview for you in this show. Yeah. You're listening to News It's also Converse. a home. The Firefly Timeline. You're going to need a higher This camp. future is all about when things happen. We want our trilogy. Now there's a whole world of new adventures. Would you fight for that right? How come no one's ever there's done it There's plenty here that would. Probably no one's been desperate enough to Don't try. worry, this guy ain't even. I bet we are. Join us at the signal, because the verse just got bigger. www.serenityfirefly.com And now the news. <laughs> Candyland. You, Microsoft. Just when you thought Sony was hella retarded for doing something like, I don't know, putting a Project Gotham pick in an ad for Gran Turismo HD, Sony goes and gets it done the other way, the hard way. 
What am I talking about? <laughs> well, all you Xbox 360 soccer fans, peep the edges of the fields in your soccer games. For those of you with uh, UEFA Championship League 2006-2007, you'll see crystal clear PlayStation 3 ads right next to the MasterCard and Heineken ads. Sony is a sponsor of the Union of European Football Association, so guess what? Sony ads abound in Xbox 360 games. How's that for guerrilla marketing? Uh, that makes me sad. <laughs> Speaking of Microsoft, Microsoft has finally announced a solid release date for its Xbox 360 cartooning simulation game, Forza Motorsports 2. Uh, it will be rela- released this May 2007. The game will have 12 tracks, and bear with me on the pronunciation of just about all of these. The uh, Mugello Ator Romo Internacional, the Suzuka Circuit, the Mamma Mia, Sebring International Speedway, uh, the Mazda... Oh, that's Mazda. <laughs> Mazda Raceway. <laughs> Mazda Raceway Laguna Seca, Sucuba Circuit, Road Atlanta, Silverstone Circuit, the Nuremberg... Nuremberg's Nurdeschliefe, uh, the Maple Valley Raceway, and the Sunset Peninsula infield at the New York. Oh my God! There's so many of these. The New York Circuit and Test Track, of which there will be 65 different race courses. Holy moly! Aha! This is my day of ahas and hahas. Man, if only there were some games that didn't lose their exclusivity on the PS3. Seems like everything is making the trip over to Xbox 360 land. But wait, what's that swimming upstream against the current? Do you see it, Joe? Is it a salmon? No, it's Saints Row. Apparently THQ has seen the light and will be bringing Saints Row to the PS3 this spring. Not far now, kids. Kiss me, you fool. And he thought the drama between the Donald and Rosie O'Donnell was bad over the Miss America pageant. Well, some baby's mama's drama is brewing at the Miss Video Game pageant. What? Yeah, I didn't know there was one either. (laughs) But apparently there is, and the fur is flying. The Miss Video Game pageant is billed as an event centered around the idea of finding a person who could handle being, quote-unquote, the voice of the female gamer. The website's homepage lists the entry criteria um, as such. You must, to qualify, you must, (laughs) number one, have a personality. Uh, Two, must enjoy playing video games. Check. Three, love a free vacation to the beach. Sure, okay. Number four, must be a female. Ah, looks like you and I are out, Mark. Uh, (laughs) What is causing commotion, though, is the fine print. Uh, If you read down at the bottom of the entry form, the fine print states that playing as much as one electronic video game, or one electronic game, pardon me, qualifies you. Uh, So, like, like a cell phone game? Yes, like if you play, like, Tetris or... or, shoot me. if If you dial... (laughs) <laughs> if you dial a text message, that's 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 considered an electronic game. Uh, that qualifies you. Well, one contestant, a Miss Faith Naked, is upset that the whole contest is then trivialized, and you end up having ditzy, big-breasted booth babes, great alliteration there, uh, who have played Bejeweled as your frontrunners. 
That is a great sentiment, and I, I sympathize with her and all. However, the complaint really starts to lack credibility and feel more like a publicity stunt when your name is Miss Faith Naked. Nice. Nice. Hey, Joe. Oh, no. What? Ha, 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 ha! Not again! <laughs> I know you've been Curses. I know you've been hearing those nasty little rumors. The ones that Devil May Cry for by Capcom maybe joining the non-exclusive march to 360 degree turn machine console thing. Headfoot. I have heard these rumors. Everyone's saying it. Well, Capcom says the nay. Nay. No. A, no. A curse upon your people and a pox upon your future and no comment for future plans support it after it's released. Nay, they say nay. what it calls the ultimate giant fighting monsters game. No, 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 no. Let, let me show you how to do that. No? You got to do that okay, in okay. Japanese. It's oh, the okay. ultimate giant fighting monsters game. Ultimate giant fighting monsters game. Yes. Perfect. That... Perfect. That hurts my voice. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Ultimate Giant Fighting Monsters game uh, will be coming. <laughs> Guess I've killed anyway. him. <laughs> Yakamoto is dead. Long live Yakamoto. <laughs> uh, anyway, Atari is bringing what it calls the Ultimate Giant Fighting Monsters game to Wii, DS, and PSP in the form of Godzilla Unleashed. <laughs> game will feature the Japanese horse of a different color, along with some of his famous or infamous rubber-suited opponents. Um, we are building on the famous Godzilla franchise by focusing on multiple story paths, devastating urban destruction, and utilizing the most imposing creatures in film history, says Atari marketing director Rick Miller. Uh, Godzilla Unleashed scheduled to ship this fall. Now, you know the best part about that story, right? Um, it was the Japanese accent that did Yakimoto Joe in. Yes, yes. Isn't that tragic? Yeah. I've been here too long. It's, it's, isn't it ironic? And, and Don't you think? <laughs> and yeah, I really do think. It's me, Mario! <laughs> Nintendo equals lose and fail. Many people have downloaded the virtual console version of Mario Kart, and a similar problem has been popping up by all sorts of people. Uh, since, the vin uh, since the VC emulates a memory pack, there's a problem uh, with the emulation that you can't save your time trial ghost data. The big Nintendo says... You shall not pass! Actually, they said they won't be fixing the problem. I'm telling you, YJ, this does not bode well for the idea of making these games online compatible. I agree. Yeah, that, how, how did they miss that? That's, that's amazing. And the fact that they're so blunt about it, saying that they're not going to fix it, is yep, uh, that's adding insult to injury. Not a good sign. 
You know, with the exception of one deadly and unpredictable midget, this girl is the smallest cargo I've ever had to transport, yet by far the most troublesome. Does that seem right to you? You want to name your firstborn son Mal? Hmm? Hmm? Yes. Are you a brown coat? Yes. Do you even know what a brown coat is? Yes. Uh, do you, do, you, do you get all giddy every time you hear our Firefly bumper commercials? Yes. Eh? Eh? Well, friends, your prayers and hopes and dreams have been answered. The, uh, the Browncoats, as Firefly's most devoted fans are known, have been campaigning to bring the show back almost since the moment that it was cancelled in late 2002. Now you get your wish, albeit in a new form. Multiverse, maker of a free MMO creation platform, plans to announce this Friday morning that it struck a deal with Fox Licensing to turn Firefly into an MMORPG in the fashion of Star Wars Galaxies or EVE Online. Um, we will see, uh, we see virtual worlds as an extraordinary, uh, extraordinarily promising new entertainment medium, says Adam Klein, Fox Licensing's vice president of media enterprises, in an email. We believe multiverse can deliver an experience that will remain true to the original series, while enabling a whole new level of personal involvement for friends. Speaking of which, here comes that commercial now. Well, you're right about this being a bad idea. Thanks for saying, sir. Do you want Firefly to live? Damn straight. Do you want Serenity to have a sequel? I said yes already. Where's the outstanding issue? At The Signal, we believe that Serenity is worth fighting for. No power in the verse can stop me. If you believe that too, join us. We are not alone. The Signal Podcast. Make The Signal go further because we want our trilogy i'll take three this is how it is i want my trilogy technical manual sci-fi review you understand your part in all this <laughs> you're listening to the signal i'm wes and i'm carrie and we are here to talk about firefly lights on guan woman the wang Zhan www.serenityfirefly.com Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny, comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha Metro, every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. And yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> We said together. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, and, and, no, and, now, and now more news. Play beyond. Hey, 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 Joe. Oh no, not again! Not again! <laughs> oh, drat! Ha ha! Sony execs have opened their mouths again. Oh, that David. Can't be good news. No, it's not. David Carricker. SCEA's Senior Director of Corporate Communication. Now, does that mean he's in charge of the company email? I think so, yes. I've got a blue letter! Oh, that <laughs> obscure uh, Hudsucker proxy 
reference, calls uh, he calls the Wii nothing more than a quote-unquote impulse buy, end quote, in an interview with the New York Times. Oh, man, what is this guy thinking? So, he's saying that it's okay that people are buying Wii's. That's just an impulse buy. Hey, hey Joe, if, if yeah. you were making um, PS3's, wouldn't you want somebody to walk up to one on a shelf and go, Oh, man, I gotta have a PS3. This money, this $650 is burning a hole in my freaking pocket. I, I think I would, yes, yes. Yeah, perhaps Mr. Character should keep his correspondence contained within the corporation. PlayStation Portable. Play Beyond. What is becoming a daily occurrence amongst the big three and their online downloading service uh, services it's PS Store update time. Woo! Uh, okay. Uh, today, <laughs> today Sony will be releasing one thing for the PS3 and one for the PSP uh, on their. Um, it's called the PS Store, correct? Is is that right? PS it, Store. Or yeah. PlayStation Store. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the PS3, gamers will be able to turn one of the first downloadable games for the system into a multiplayer experience. The Blast Factor multiplayer pack will be available for $2.99, with the new content up to four players can take on cooperative and grudge match modes, and the game speed can be taken up to 150% its normal rate. Oh my god. Um, and then the PSP gets Jet Moto. Yay. The emulated version of the 1996 racer will be available for 5.99. Now, to get that, you 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 download that to the PS3, and then from the PS3 to the PSP, correct? Correct. Okay. Hello, Moto. <laughs> Hello, Moto. Hey, Joe. Uh, oh, 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 man. Man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that yeah. kind of day. Ha ha. No. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. Ha ha. <laughs> Many a website has been reporting that Unreal Tournament for the PS3 would be delayed, but straight from the horse's cat's mouth's tail, Midway has corrected the errors via gaming site ProG. We'll put the link in the show notes, confirming that all three versions of the game are scheduled to ship in the fall, with no exact release dates for any of them. But the point is that the PS3 version is not being pushed back to 2008, as rampant anti-PS3 speculation has abounded. Take that, accredited video game journalist. Pwn! <laughs> Good news and bad news in 360 download land. Bad news? No Def Jam Icons demo to download today. In other download... Uh, in good... Download news, uh, the 360 single-player demo of Gratu is ready to go and download. Uh, in the demo, which is set during the second mission of the game, Scott Mitchell, that would be you, must lead the ghost team in Mexico to clean up a rebel camp on the outskirts of the city of Juarez, with the goal of destroying a number of objectives to open a breach for the allied loyalist Mexican army. Ole! Have fun! <laughs> Hey, Joe. <laughs> oh, c come on! <laughs> what? Yes, Mark. Ha 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 ha. Uh, what the hell? Oh, okay. Well, file this under Sony has something Microsoft doesn't, but, um, well, it's just kind of funny category. 
Kotaku has translated a posting from Akiba blog um, that shows uh, Japanese retailer Sangatsu Usagi is selling unofficial PlayStation 3 steak or barbecue sauce. Can you think of a barbecue sauce that has Bill's face on it? I think not. (laughs) No, I don't want to. (laughs) Under the picture of our dear leader, Ken Kutargi, the six-axis sauce, as it's called, even has the erroneous (laughs) Emmy-winning notice. Six-axis sauce. Six-axis sauce. Now now I can't say it. Six-axis sauce, that's right. It's um, tasty and alliterative. Yes, it is. And it comes in two versions. There's the 20 gigabyte version, which is priced at 399 yen, marked down from 499 yen. <laughs> and the 60 gigabyte version, which is marked open pricing on the little sign they have in front of it, but it sells for 599 yen. And prominently displayed in the middle of the label is the PS3 George Foreman grill mock-up that's uh, prominent online. And just for readers that want to know, I took a look at the pics, and we put the pic links in the show notes. And although I can't read everything on there, they're not quite steak sauce, but it comes in two flavors. The first one, I think, is a yakitori sauce, which is kind of a beef sauce. And the other, I can clearly read the label, and it says tonkatsu, which is used on breaded pork cutlet. And it's kind of like a sweet berry-based barbecue sauce, kind of. Uh, Anyone that wants to send me one of these for my birthday, you would rock. Uh, the pictures and, and the all the details are in our show notes. <laughs> I gotta get me some pictures of those. Those are that's awesome. Um, in my only haha stick it to you Sony story today, it has been reported that users upgrading their PS3's firmware to 1.5 are having problems. The common problem appears to be the use of the wireless controller for navigating the Blu-ray discs and wireless connection to the internet. Though Sony itself has given no official word on the problem or suggestions, forum contributors are suggesting that the users connect <laughs> that they reconnect their wireless controllers, attach their PS3 to the internet router with a direct ethernet cable. Uh, One of the key purposes of the firmware was to add new support for online functionality, which, ironically, may be the indirect cause of the freeze problems on the uh, Blu-ray discs. My favorite quote, though, has to be the one that's getting a lot of reprint in the online rags, um, was from a blogger to the Sony site. Says uh, we shelled out six hundred dollars, six hundred big ones for this console, and we're loyal to buy the console as soon as we could get our hands on one. We should not have to rig the PS3 by making sure we have our controllers off and the wireless setting is set to work only on Tuesdays. And the sun has to the sun has to be shining, and it can't be colder than thirty degrees outside. Then our Blu-ray reader should work properly. Nice, very classic. I, I expect that to be fully fixed with a patch within a day or two. Patchity patch patch patch. Yep. <laughs> well, cell phone manufacturer Nokia has decided they haven't wasted enough money with the original N-Gage and its terrible Antichrist-like glory, so they've decided to, for round two. Slashdot is reporting that Nokia has brought in a few game development houses down to take a look at the N-Gage version 2.0 in a market dominated by the DS and the PSP and soon the iPhone? What are they thinking? 
Ah, uh, they're not. <laughs> we'll have links in the show notes. Okay, I lied. I do have another haha moment for Sony. According to Eidos today, the uh, the Tomb Raider manufacturer, the Tomb Raider per creator, producer, distributor, whatever. Uh, according to Eidos today, the interesting co-op-centric shooter Kanan Lynch that was originally a PS3 exclusive last year, then a multi-platform release a few months ago, has now been declared a 360 exclusive with a PC port coming out later on down the road. The haha moment, of course, will occur. Uh, it'll it'll depend on the quality of the game, which, you know, who knows. I like the ads so far. I'm kind of sad to hear that that's that they're doing this goose stepping thing with where it's gonna be, but whatever. Yeah, that's that that makes me a little uneasy, but whatever. We'll see. Grand Theft Auto: Vice City Stories: The Adventure for the PSP has been doing a few rounds of whack-a-mole online. It keeps popping up here and then disappearing. A PS2 version popped up at the ESRB website, then mysteriously disappeared. Now on PlayStation.com, it did the same trick. Rockstar will commit to nothing, as per status quo legal speak. There is speculation that the port has been canned, but let's think about this, shall we? Now, Joe, repeat, repeat after me. You're, you're going right. to be a rock star in this, in this scenario, okay? Okay, all right, I'll all be right. rock star. Repeat after me. Free okay. money. Uh, free money. Free money. Um, okay. uh, free money. Free money. Free money. Nope, I don't think they're going to pass on it. Yeah, I don't either. We haven't had a review for a while, and that's mainly been due to scheduling, but let's see what we've got today. Ah, yes. My review of WarioWare Smooth Moves for the Wii. Well, let's start out with an explanation of what WarioWare is for those of you that have never dealt with it before or had the chance to experience it. If you imagine a game that's based on three-second increments, that's basically what the game is. Now, what do I mean by three-second increments? Generally, the game takes one idea and makes you do that idea for about three seconds. So it's very, very uh, well-crafted for people who have ADD because you're never doing anything in the game for more than three seconds. The way this particular version of the game works is you have the Wii controller, or the Wiimote, just to make it easier on myself to say, you have the Wiimote and it shows you how you're going to need to hold the Wiimote for this particular uh, minigame. Like for example, you may need to hold it as if you were going to pump up uh, a, a, a bicycle tire with an air pump, uh, or you may need to hold it so that it is uh, attached to the end of your nose and you have both hands over the end of it like your nose is an elephant trunk or you may need to hold it like a baseball bat, or you may need to hold it like a sword at your side, a katana that you're getting ready to unsheathe and kill your opponent with. So they, they take you through uh, tutorials the first time they introduce new ways to hold the controller. Now, <clears throat> what is disturbing about this game is that it is very Japanese. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I, I'm, go I'm going to try and say this in a very clean way. It has very odd and disturbing innuendos. And that's kind of the charm of the game, actually, uh, when you get a bunch of guys together and um, it, you, you suddenly get 
uh, a voice talking in a very seductive tone on the screen, trying to tell you how you're going to hold your Wii controller for this next upcoming minigame in a very white fashion. It's a little disturbing, but kind of fun because everybody's laughing that nervous chuckle. But needless to say, it gets stranger and stranger as you go, and that's actually kind of part of what WarioWare is known for. Uh, everything from picking your nose to body parts flying off. Uh, I beat an old man. Did I tell you that, Joe? No. Yeah, yeah. One of the mini games has you beat an old man who's just trying to get food. Oh, ooh. <laughs> you hit him oh, in. My. You hit him in his forearm with a baseball bat. It's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, as far as the graphics go in the game, the graphics are not very detailed. Uh, you're looking at purely Nintendo 64 esque graphics. They're they're not much better. But then again, the whole point of the game isn't graphics. It's about the quick gameplay and the fun of it. The the menus are easy to navigate, and it's the the world map, if you will, uh, is easy to navigate and it's clear and it's everything's easy to read. Um, as far as the sound goes, the sound does really enhance the game. From the music that accompanies each minigame to the, the sound effects as you're performing the minigames. One of my favorite levels was uh, the retro level where you actually got to play, a, for three seconds, small snippets of retro uh, Nintendo games. And that was excellent. And the, the sounds were spot on, but usually the people were holding a Wiimote in their hand and that was kind of funny. So you would be playing Mario going through the old Mario Brothers game where you had to jump up and hit two coins out of boxes and he'd be holding a Wiimote in his hand. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> the thing about this game is you have to play the single player game before you can unlock multiplayer. Now once you unlock multiplayer, you can have up to 16 people playing the game. And let me tell you that it's crazy. Uh, the way it works, the way multiplayer works, there's many multiplayer games but what most people will enjoy the most will be the multiplayer game that makes use of all the different ways to use the Wiimote. And the way it is set up is that you have, uh, let's say you're playing with eight people, you have eight angels flying through the sky. And it will, the, the camera will focus in on one of the people with their, with their me name uh, selected and that person needs to grab the remote and they have about two seconds to do so and then do whatever the minigame is and if they fail they fall out of the sky and die and you repeat this process if they win it just randomly moves on to the next person so it you repeat this process until there's just one person left in the sky and they win there are other games and probably one of the most amusing games that i found is they actually have a full dart game in other words, if you want to play darts with the Wii, it's actually a full game in Wario Smooth Moves. Things I liked about the game. The graphics, although not being the greatest, they, they did what they're supposed to. The sound was excellent. The gameplay is fast, frenetic, fun. The downsides? You have to beat single player in order to unlock multiplayer. We're talking a minimum of probably a good three to four hours just to get multiplayer unlocked. So don't pick up this game expecting to be able to have a bunch of people over immediately and be able to do it. We did trade off, and so it was kind of fun, but it wasn't what we were looking for straight out of the box. Uh, if I had to rate this on a scale of 1 to 10, I would probably give the game a 7 out of 10.
Uh, and that'll about do it for us for today. Um, if you would like to get a hold of us, we you can get a hold of us on the boards at gamersledge.com or the um, the boards. Yeah, yep. the boards, the forms. Yep. Yeah, the forms. We're also on the forums. Um, <laughs> and if you'd like to get a hold of myself, I'm at Yakamoto Joe on the uh, Xbox Live Network. And you can contact me via Balth at the PlayStation 3 Network, B-A-L-T-H. And you can email us at gamersledge at gmail.com. And please do. We want your feedback. What would you like to see in the show? What would you not like to see in the show? Uh, should I talk with a funny accent? Tell us. Give us your feedback. And we'll uh, end out the day with another mashup, and the link will be in the show notes for that. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night, kids. Monsters Gamer Dessous! <laughs>